the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. My name is Greg Britton with the Redlands Tea Party Patriots, as well as the Unite IE Coalition of Conservative and Patriot Groups, where our mission is to unite freedom-loving, America-loving Americans and magnify our strength and effectiveness in making and keeping America great, free, and prosperous. We see every day... Uh, the need for people to uh, step up and fulfill the obligations of that most important political office if America is going to make it to um, just to just the 250th anniversary. We're coming up on Fourth of July weekend, Independence Day weekend, and uh, this will be the 247th anniversary of the adopting of the Declaration of Independence. Of course, that would that did not make America. Still had to fight a war against the against the British, which was then the most powerful country in the world. And uh, after a military victory, then we had to form a constitution. And ultimately, really, 1787 and adoption of the constitution is probably maybe a better date for the actual founding of the country. But this is the date we remember it. to help us sort through all this and other issues that will come up is I'm welcome. I am pleased to welcome back to the show Deborah Polly. She's a great patriot and activist from Orange County, the founder and president of the Conservative Patriots of Orange County. You can find them at Conservative Patriots of OC, uh, dot org. It's a former city council member, former political candidate. Um, I think she's still a Republican, but we will registered Republican, but we will not hold that against her. And then she took a really, really bad turn late in life here, relatively late in life, not late in life. That's a bad term. Later in life than most people go to law school. She went to law school and became an attorney. And yeah. <laughs> uh, I hate to see good patriots go bad like that. Here's the thing, Greg. I know a lot of attorneys. I made fun of them for a long, long time, and they deserve it. Well, and, and then I looked and I thought, if if they can be an attorney, it cannot be that hard. I'm just going to go do that. Uh, but I appreciate you, and I, uh, you know, you're one of the good guys. And they, are, we have to have the good guys out there to take on the bad guys. That's necessary, right? Yes, so. as, as 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 they say that. Um, 97% of attorneys give the other 3% a bad name. <laughs> That's about right. That's about right. Okay. Well, let's, this is, this is, this is, we're coming up on, uh, the, on Independence Day, the 4th of July, which will be on Tuesday this year. Uh, so we're going to talk about the founding of the country and where we are at, at year 247. And we're going to start by reading selections of, from the Declaration of independence. I think arguably the or one of the most important documents outside of the Bible in human history. And it begins. 
when in the course of human events it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands which have connected them with another and to assume among the powers of the earth the separate and equal station to which the laws of nature and nature's God entitle them, a decent respect for the opinions of mankind requires that they should declare the causes which impel them to the separation. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, that to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed, that whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it and to institute new government, laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such form as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. Prudence, indeed, will dictate that governments long established should not be changed for light and transient causes. And accordingly, all experience hath shown that mankind are more disposed to suffer while evils are sufferable than to right themselves by abolishing the forms to which they are accustomed. But when a long train of abuses and usurpations pursuing invariably the same object evinces a design to reduce them under absolute despotism, it is their right, it is their duty to throw off such government and to provide new guards for their future security. Such has been the patient sufferance of these colonies, and such is now the necessity which constrains them to alter their former systems of government. The history of the present king of Great Britain is a history of repeated injuries and usurpations, all having in direct object the establishment of an absolute tyranny over these states. To prove this, let facts be submitted to a candid world. After that, Thomas Jefferson uh, wrote a, a list of the those usurpations and injuries and things that the government and the king had done to the colonies and to the American people, um, which we're not going to read here on the sh- on the show because a lot of it is specific to that to that time and place. But the Declaration of Independence concludes. We, therefore, the representatives of the United States of America, in general Congress assembled, appealing to the supreme judge of the world for the rectitude of our intentions, do, in the name and by authority of the good people of these colonies, solemnly publish and declare that these united colonies are, and of right ought to be, free and independent states, that they are absolved from all allegiance to the British crown and that all political connection between them and the state of Great Britain is and ought to be totally dissolved. 
and that as free and independent states, they have full power to levy war, conclude peace, contract alliances, establish commerce, and do all other acts and things which independent states may of right do. And for the support of this declaration with a firm reliance on the protection of divine providence, we mutually pledge to each other our lives, our fortunes, and our sacred honor. And then you have John Hancock's famous signature, as well as the others who, and they knew when they signed it at the time, if the revolution failed, if they were caught by the British, they would be hung as traitors to the crown. And the difference between a traitor and a revolutionary is measured only by success. The other thing is, come back to the paragraph that Deborah read, then the most famous part of the Declaration of Independence. Here is in maybe one sentence, one run-on sentence, or a couple of sentences, the why of America. It's not so much based on religion, although we have a firm religious Christian underpinning to our country, or ethnicity. It's based on a principle and an idea that all men are created equal, and they are endowed by the creator, not the government, not the department of this or that, but by their creator, by God, with certain unalienable rights. And that the purpose of government is to secure these rights. And that government is legitimate. It has just powers because it has the consent of the governed. Just the most, arguably the most revolutionary statement, political statement in all of human history. And it really had a tremendous change in the world from that point. And we've seen over the next two centuries, really a, a fairly widespread, not everywhere in the world, a democratic revolution. And the country based on those principles became the most prosperous, most free, and most powerful country in the world. Now, that's all, that's all a risk, and we're going to talk about that. But in that, that one passage, history of the world changed. Your thoughts? I think it changed for a second time. The first time it changed was upon the birth, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. And really what this did was hearken back to that, I believe, uh, by reclaiming the, the, the same things that uh, Christ was in fact claiming, you know, that the, you know, <laughs> he was also railing against an overreaching government, quite frankly, uh, of powerful individuals. But here we have, you know, um, men who are willing to risk everything. They're declaring, this is their declaration. They're declaring it. This is our intention. This is what we intend to do. They're putting them on notice. That's due process. You're on notice, Crown. This is what we intend to do. This is why we're doing it. Uh, and they could have, you know, the crown could have, uh, if there weren't so many resources here that they were tapping into and becoming wealthy, they could have gone ahead. You know, you're right. Well, we're going to go ahead and just uh, give you your freedom because this is really all about the freedom that man rightly has because they are 
men uh, and women. I'll go ahead and speak for for both genders, and there are only really two, no matter what anyone thinks. So here, here, here is a, a declaration of what the intent is that they're going to do. And and if, and as you point out, it took them a long time to finally get to that point. Everything being relative. Uh, to actually establish the country. But that country is established with restraints on the exercise of power. And that's where we're running into a very similar situation now. And there are many, uh, many people, uh, uh, John Eastman, we're talking about attorneys, you know, that are actually uh, those that are that are imprisoned right now uh, in the gulags of America for uh, supposedly participating in some kind of effort to overturn the, uh, uh, an election. Uh, when in fact what they were doing was calling into question whether or not an election was actually valid, if it had been validly exercised all the way through to the through the processes that had been established. We are in the same situation. Really, I believe we're in the same situation right now. And it's a matter of how many men and women are willing to stand up in the same fashion as our founding fathers and and pledge their lives, pledge their fortunes, pledge their sacred honor. And there are those that are falling, you know, all around us. Um, it's a very, very concerning situation for me. We just finished, we're getting ready to finish up well, we did just finish up um, Pride Month. And uh, but what we are entering right now, I hope, is a time of American patriot pride where we recognize that we have a lot that's at stake right now. And those of us who care about love our country, what's a patriot? A patriot is some, simply someone that loves their country. It doesn't mean that they believe everything that their government is doing is right. And our government right now is doing a lot of really wrong things, Greg. Would you agree with me on that? Oh, I would. And, and we're going we're gonna to delve into where we are now and whether the uh, current government uh, uh, is exercising just powers with the consent of the governed. But let's take a pause here and hear from our sponsor, Ed Hoffman of United American Mortgage, the place to go for your real estate lending needs. Back after this. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman with United American Mortgage and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, right here on AM590 The Answer. Think about this. Your mortgage rate is at 3%, but your car loan is now at 10 or 11%. Over the past year, the average car payment has risen from $400 to $800. Rates on your credit cards have risen from an average of 14% up to 20% and higher. And across the country, credit card balances are higher now than they were before COVID. HELOCs are now at 10%. You don't want to touch your low-rate mortgage, but you're paying through the nose on all of your other debts and it's hard to make ends meet. Solution, do a cash-out refinance and wrap all your debt together on your house now and lower all your payments. Then when the rates really drop next year, you can do a rate and term refinance when rates are really low and not have to pay the cash-out refinance fees to do it. If this idea makes you curious, call me toll-free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020 or go to edhoffman.net and click on the United American Mortgage logo. Ed Hoffman, NMLS ID number 9921, United American Mortgage Corporation, NMLS ID number 1942. United American Mortgage Corporation is an equal housing lender and licensed by the California Department of Real Estate. AM 590, the answer. Welcome back to Unite, i.e. radio, the radio show for the most important 
political office, that of the private citizen. My name is Greg Britton, Redlands Tea Party Patriots, Unite IE Coalition of Conservative and Patriot Groups. Very pleased to have on the show this week, Deborah Pauly, who uh, did take a bad turn in life and became an attorney. Uh, but other than that, she's a great patriot and activist from Orange County with the Conservative Patriots of Orange County. And you can find them at Conservative Patriots um, o- of OC. Dot org. We just were, we read parts of the Declaration of Independence. We were t- talking about uh, the foundation of the country, and then this is we're coming up on Independence Day. This will be our uh, 247th anniversary of the Declaration of Independence coming up on 250, and we'll see if we can uh, make 250. And uh, kind of assessing where we are, and things are. Um, I think Tucker Carlson said in one of his last speech before his show was taken off the air that the country is going in the wrong direction rapidly. I can look up the exact quote, but that was basically it. Um, And that's and that's true in so many ways. And you mentioned uh, mentioned Pride Month. Not going now. Personally, I don't care what consenting adults do sexually in private. That's between them and the Lord may weigh in at some point. That's between them. But this nonstop propagandizing and putting it into our face and it's at the entrance of the store and all of these corporations have it on their logos and so on. Um, and really propagandizing the children. Um, I saw there was this, uh, a senior citizen residential facility and, uh, of course they, they had the obligatory pride display. Um, you know, and they know, I, I doubt they ever asked the, the people who live there whether they wanted to see that for the month. I'm sure they didn't. People of a certain age find all of this stuff pretty daggone goofy. They don't even understand. <laughs> you try to talk to some elderly people and explain uh, some of what's happening. It's like if you explain that, you know, Bruce Jenner, remember Bruce Jenner? You know, they're, they're of an age where they remember him. Oh, my gosh, yeah, he's this big Olympic. Well, he's not a, a man anymore. He's a woman. What? They don't even understand that kind of thing. But, the, you know, it's it's not just that they want to, you know, assert this or, or put themselves out that the problem is this, is that government at all levels is actually buying into this. And it's really just a matter of high drama that's diverting our attention away from the real issues that we should be dealing with right now. We had a board of supervisors, a uh, board of supervisors meeting where they spent an more than an hour debating whether or not to put the gay flag, uh, I guess it's called the gay pride flag, uh, up on government buildings in the county. Is that the biggest issue that we have to deal with right now? Absolutely not. The fact that our elections perhaps are being stolen, and there's pl- ample evidence to suggest that that is true, that they've been stolen starting probably in 2016, at least in the state of California. And um, I can speak to only the state of California and primarily focused drilling down on Orange County is that there there are a lot of people who had a lot of great irregularities that they personally witnessed. Okay, they witnessed it. They talk about it. We tried to get someone in positions of power that would include, you know, going to the chairman of the Republican Party of Orange County and saying, hey, got people over here who are not getting their ballots. This is 2016, 2018, 2020. And it was like it was ramping up, ramping up, ramping up. And it's like, well, there's nothing we can do about it. There is something you can do about it when you've been given what's called a bully pulpit. When you are in a position of great power and authority, you should be 
sounding the clarion loud and clear so that the people are awake. If they're quiet, if those in elected positions of authority are quiet about things that are happening that are wrong, if you have got the media that's quiet, and we know the media is quiet with rare exceptions, you have the government institutions, the educational institutions, all of them buying into the same thing. What is the average man going to do? Even those of us who are paying a lot of attention start questioning ourselves. It's like, are we going to believe our lion eyes? I think I am. We saw it. People saw it. Reasonable men and women saw it. Uh, and then when they don't have anyone out there speaking it for you, it's like, you know what? They saw it too. So I must not be crazy. That's gaslighting. That's what gaslighting is all about. They make the individual think that what they're witnessing is not really happening because I'm the only person who's seeing it. I must be crazy. And so they suppress anyone else from speaking and saying, I saw it too. I experienced it too. My neighbor experienced it. My friend experienced it. My my uh, in-laws experienced it, you know, where ballots didn't show up or uh, for, for no reason whatsoever, or they were switched parties or their dead relative who'd been dead for a decade suddenly receives a ballot where their sons who've moved out of the state received two ballots and they received none. They're living right in the same home they've always lived in. These are the kinds of things I was personally documenting in Orange County and nobody wanted to take any action with regard to it. That's a real problem. Oh, yes. And uh, that uh, I did want to get to that. So let's let's we'll shift our focus just a little bit and, and talk about this now. Is in order for there to be the consent of the governed and the government then to exercise just powers What we have in our country is we have elections and that the people, you will, you vote, you vote in representatives and until the next election, they get to to make laws, at least within the bounds of the Constitution. Okay. But if the elections are corrupt and rigged or if they're believed to be, then the government is, is not exercising just powers and does not have the consent of the governed. Rasmussen has done some polling on this. And uh, in the most recent polling from May of this year, Rasmussen, how likely is it that a cheating affected the outcome of the 2020 presidential election? All voters, 62% yes, 30% no. Republican, 80% yes. Independent, 64% yes. Even Democrats, 45% yes. And then just this week, Rasmussen came out with another poll that said that two-thirds of voters are concerned with cheating affecting the outcome of the 2024 presidential election. And with numbers like those, the Republic can't survive. It's kind of like this, you know, old cartoons where the character would run off the cliff and would just keep running until we look down and roll, oh, I'm in the air, and then it would fall boom, and splat. Um, but they do not, but as you said, never mind that the Democrats cheating, the Republicans won't do anything or do anything effective to stop them. Well, that's why many people think we have a uniparty. Uh, the swamp is not, you know, is, uh, is bipartisan, I think I would say. 
<laughs> you know, they don't care. They're, what they care about is power, you know. Uh, it has nothing to do with the right or wrong. It's whether or not they're in power, and they don't even care if they are part of a uh, shrinking pond. They're the big They're the big fish in that shrinking pond, and that shrinking pond has to do with America's stature on the world stage, which is is pretty frightening um, the way it, we are losing. We just keep losing. We're losing our edge in every manner economically with regard to trade, with regard to, you know, how much influence we have in affecting, you know, what's happening in the world. That used to be our place uh, where we, because we're the last great hope, really, in a very troubled world. We are the last great beacon of freedom, getting right back to what we started from, which is our declaration of independence and what we're preparing to celebrate right now. Once we're gone, the the evil uh, that's running rampant on this earth runs completely unopposed. No one is going to be there with the, with the pre-existing power, what we used to have at any rate, to uh, stop it, go in, stop it. The beautiful thing about America is once we go in and stop evil from running rampant, we also go in and help rebuild the country that we had to maybe demolish in order to stop and stomp out that evil. Is our country that country needs to be demolished right now? Gosh, some people think so. I hope not. Um, in, in our last few remaining seconds here, I'm gonna, uh, John Adams, um, one of our great founding fathers and um, underrated, I think, he said that democracy never lasts long. It soon wastes, exhausts and murders itself. And there was not a democracy that did not commit suicide. Now, I think what's going on to our, I mean, yes, international things are important, but I think what's happening here is inside is more important and what's going on i think it's worse than suicide it's homicide uh naive bukele president of el salvador observed that the, the demise of the u.s has to come from within the enemies have to be inside no external damage can cause so much damage as internal operations well, we're going to continue our discussion in the second half and stay tuned for the exciting second half of unite ie radio back after this AM 590, the answer. Welcome back to Unite, i.e. radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. My name is Greg Britton, Redlands Tea Party Patriots and Unite, i.e. coalition of conservative and patriot groups. Very pleased uh, this week to have on the show Deborah Polly, a great activist and conservative from Orange County, the president and founder of the Conservative Patriots of Orange County. And you can find them at conservativepatriotsofoc.org. Talked about the uh, this is 4th of July Independence Weekend that's coming up on Tuesday um, and maybe think about it a little bit more than just as another holiday. Um, this is uh, the 247th anniversary of the adoption of the Declaration of Independence, which is generally considered to be the foundation of the United States of America. And uh, the way things are going, I'm not sure how much longer we make it as a free country. Now, there probably will be for a while something called the United States of America on the map. But is it going to be a free country? And I think that is increasingly in serious doubt. And we have not only now the government 
uh, oppressing and, and restricting our freedom. And I think that's constantly increasing in the name of all sorts of theoretically good costs. They're going to protect the environment. We're going to protect people against hate speech. We're going to protect this and that. Uh, but the net effect is, of course, that government's telling you what you can do and what you can't do and telling what you can say and what you can't say. But we have on, t- on top of that now is the restrictions on your freedom and the tyranny is increasingly coming from non-governmental institutions. So, yes, the, at this point, the government cannot come lock you up for merely for criticizing the government. Now, that may be the real reason they find some law that you broke, but they can't do it for that express reason as they could in the time of King George. But what they can do is they will get the social media companies to either ban you or shadow ban you so people can't hear or see what you have to say. You may lose your job, and many people have lost their jobs for off outside of work time, outside of work premises, political speech. May take you uh, terminate your bank accounts, terminate your credit card, terminate your if you as a business your ability to take credit cards. And uh, you know when, when you're faced with the prospect of not being able to to uh, pay the home, pay the mortgage payment, the car payment, and feed the family, um, a lot of people are just going to shut up as the safest course of action. The, uh, or, or maybe even turn uh, a traitor by agreeing to uh, work for the other side because they've been coerced into doing it. You were talking about, you know, government, you know, the government can use um, private actors to actually affect its policies. And and that's kind of happened with businesses that are afraid of losing their their ability to continue conducting business in, in certain states. And so it's really still boils down to government coercion. Before we went into the break, you were talking about the consent of the governed uh, being instrumental in whether or not, you know, we actually have uh, a, a United States of America the way it was intended by its founders. And that has to do with the integrity of the electoral system, which at once one point, I think all of us thought was, you know, it was something that was, it was so precious, you know, and, and it was it was could not be pierced that we were always going to have that. And so it's really been difficult for people with increasing uh, uh, with increasing in increasing numbers to look at this and say, whoa, uh, our system is not what it once was. And it has been a concerted effort to make that happen. I want to talk about something that just happened yesterday because it really affects everyone in the state and that was a senate hearing on ab 969 uh most people know that chasta county decided it wanted to go back to hand counting of ballots they're like okay you know what it's it's actually the best way to do it to ensure that there's no intrusion from outside entities you know changing those those votes inside the system inside a technological system where wi-fi is accessing and wi-fi is accessing those machines that are counting but you have people standing it's proven to be the most accurate form because a human eye a, a set of human eyes can look at that and say yeah this is a person intended to mark that it's just that they they didn't do it in a way that a machine, depending on how sensitively it had or had not been programmed, would be able to identify that as a mark. OK, so they wanted to do this. And the, the secretary of state 
and the state legislature working in tandem, not separately, uh, once, you know, let's say enabling legislation is passed and the secretary of state affects that based on what the legislature has passed. It started the process to uh, prohibit a county, which, of course, they're targeting one county and preventing other counties that are encouraged by this and which to wish to try to roll back some of the changes that happen pretty quick. Under the cover of darkness, under the cover of COVID, a lot of it under the cover of COVID, that changed the way our elections are conducted in the state of California, which is all I'm talking about. And so the hearing on AB 969, which basically is the enabling legislation, was in the Senate. It's going to be passed on partisan lines, strictly along partisan line. This is a time where the Republicans are actually, you know, uh, doing the thing that they should be doing. They're not going to be able to be successful, but this is what it does. It actually removes from the discretion of local jurisdictions. It used to say board of supervisors, the ability to make those determinations and it puts it in the hands of the state. That's more concentration of power in the hands of the state and less of what the election is happening at the county level and down to the precinct level where individual citizens are there watching the count happen. And you were talking about perception of the electoral system as as an important part of whether or not we have given consent. And the perception with growing, increasing uh, frequency is that we have a system that is rigged from the get-go, and it wasn't Donald Trump that made it happen. It was Donald Trump that had the platform and the brass, you know, <laughs> to say it, just to say it flat out. And people started saying, yeah, you know, I had a situation too. And so the Secretary of State put these regular these proposed regulatory changes out on its website that's supposed to be noticed right if you're paying attention if you're combing the secretary of state's website every day so you can see what they're getting ready to do to you more power to you but that's not usually how it happens and these proposed regulatory changes they had to have written comments on those by July 5th they were having no public hearing They were not going to conduct a public hearing on these regulatory changes that will affect every single voter in the state of California. Every single voter that wants to start reeling back in the uh, damage that's been done to the integrity of of our vote and how it is counted. So they were going to have no hearing. If you wanted to have a hearing, you had to request that by June 21st. That's all a bunch of people did. And uh, I don't know how many I've been getting feedback from people that said they never responded to me. I don't know what they're doing. But then I got a notice that said they were setting a hearing for July 3rd. This Monday. At 5 p.m. At 5 5 p.m. to 5.15 p.m. It's yes, exactly. It's 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 completely flies in the face of the intent of the the intent of having a public hearing where you get true and full and complete feedback from the public. Most everybody is going to be looking at July 3rd as a four day weekend, right? That's our, that's Saturday. That's today to Sunday, Monday. And then of course the the 4th of July. And in order to do it, you have to travel to Sacramento 
and be there at 10 a.m. And of course, they could say you have three minutes to talk. So you spent somebody actually had a ticket from Orange County, $550 to fly up there, and they're not even going to listen to you. Uh, and those individuals who cannot travel because of financial or physical in a, you know, constraints, there's no way that they're going to be heard. At any rate, that is the kind of, there is no consent to the govern. We're not even permitted to be part of the process when the law requires that we are part of the process through a public hearing. Yes. When they, when they want our opinion, they'll give it to us. Exactly. As I say. Um, but yeah, and that's just one that's just one example, of course. Um you so most recent across, example across the country. Now, I I, th- I think things probably weren't all that good. I think that Chicago, for example, was notorious for decades for, for vote fraud. The 1960 presidential election was is highly likely. That was a it was, it was a very close election. I got within a, the popular vote was within a few tenths of a percent and a few thousand votes in different a couple of states may could make, could make a difference is that election was uh, won by Kennedy through vote fraud over Nixon and President Eisenhower had urged Richard Nixon to contest the election and fight the vote fraud. But Nixon chose not to thinking it was for the good of the country not to not to do that and you know i think looking back on that that was a mistake is that he he, sh- he should have made a stand for election integrity this is not just about me it's not just about donald trump it's not about any one candidate it's about the, the ability of americans the citizens to choose our leaders and if we don't end equal equally important the ability of the citizens to believe those elections are honest. Just within the last couple of weeks, there was a report done on the Dominion voting machines in, in Georgia, and it had been conce- it had been under seal by the judge, and it was just released this week or in the last couple of weeks. And it was, it was just everything that we believed and, and and heard otherwise is the machines where it could be hacked and the and the vote totals manipulated. And the secretary, the nominally Republican Secretary of State there, Raffensperger, had known that, and they ran the 2022 election with those same voting machines. And he says, we're not going to fix it until after the 2024 election. So he knows that the machines being used in his state are susceptible to being hacked and the votes altered. But he's still going ahead with the 2024 election in Georgia with those same machines. Right. Well, back and he says he's a Republican. He says he's a Republican. Well, you know, like we said, uh, the swamp is is bipartisan. There, that's where the that's where all bipartisan action takes place is in the swamp. And then we have the faithful opposition, the actual conservative Republicans, the Patriot Republicans, uh, that are you know kind of on the outside, and often they are discredited by the members of their own party. Uh, so, getting back to what's happening here in California, the California Association of Clerks and Election Officials in California are going to be meeting in Lake Tahoe, July 18th through the 21st. And the exhibitors and sponsors of this conference, remember, this is a conference of all the clerks and election officials in the state. The uh, sponsors are Dominion, Heart, Ballot Tracks, 
run back all of those that have contracts to count our votes. And some of the things they're going to be talking about is how to handle misinformation. That would be what we're talking about right now. Clearly, that's misinformation, disinformation, the effects of that uh, legislative update, cybersecurity and the myths and reality of vote by mail. And of course, Shirley uh, Weber, our uh, secretary of state is going to be one of the speakers in that. We, we tried to get somebody, um, we tried to get a couple people to register and they will not allow outsiders they say it's private even though our tax dollars mm-hmm. pay for these contracts and therefore pay for the sponsors and also our tax dollars pay for a lot of these individuals to be members of this private association so they're going to lock themselves up in lake tahoe and figure out how to make this thing go smoothly this this Cheating goes smoothly here in California with the next election. Yes, um, and of course it's, it's it's like Tahoe. I mean, for, you know, it's not in Visalia, it's not in Encino, it's not in West Covina, it's not uh, um, it's, it's a place like that. Is is we of course have to take people to uh, like Tahoe, which is beautiful. And it's, it's certainly a, certainly a beautiful location, and I'm sure I'm sure they're staying in the in the, in the nicest hotels and uh, eating the best food thanks to the taxpayers. Let's take a pause here and hear from the aforementioned Ed Hoffman of United America Mortgage, the place to go for your real estate lending needs. Back after this. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman with United American Mortgage and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, right here on AM590 The Answer. Think about this. Your mortgage rate is at 3%, but your car loan is now at 10 or 11%. Over the past year, the average car payment has risen from $400 to $800. Rates on your credit cards have risen from an average of 14% up to 20% and higher. And across the country, credit card balances are higher now than they were before COVID. HELOCs are now at 10%. You don't want to touch your low-rate mortgage, but you're paying through the nose on all of your other debts, and it's hard to make ends meet. Solution? Do a cash-out refinance and wrap all your debt together on your house now and lower all your payments. Then, when the rates really drop next year, you can do a rate and term refinance when rates are really low and not have to pay the cash-out refinance fees to do it. If this idea makes you curious, call me toll-free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. Or go to edhoffman.net and click on the United American Mortgage logo. Ed Hoffman, NMLS ID number 9921. United American Mortgage Corporation, NMLS ID number 1942. United American Mortgage Corporation is an equal housing lender and licensed by the California Department of Real Estate. AM 590, the answer. Welcome back to Unite, i.e. radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. My name is Greg Britton, Redlands Tea Party Patriots, Unite, i.e. Coalition of Conservative and Patriot Groups. Very pleased to, uh, this week to have on the show our, this is our 4th of July Independence Day version edition, uh, Deborah Polly who is the president and founder of the Conservative Patriots of Orange County, and you can find them at conservativepatriotsofoc.org. Talked about the Declaration of Independence and how well it's faring now. At, at uh, It's uh, coming up on its 247th anniversary and the state of um, the country and our and our freedom and what's, and what's happening to that. Um, I do want to shift gears to some, I've been for whatever good I can do on this show, I have been trying to sound the alarm on AB 665, which is the most insidiously evil bill the Democrats have yet, and I would emphasize yet, come up with. And under this bill, uh, children 12 and older can consent to mental health treatment. And first of all, without the parents' consent or even knowledge. So first of all, you're giving some strangers access to your children's minds and emotions. 
But the bill expressly allows, as an option for mental health treatment, residential care facilities. So if you're tw- you send your 12-year-old to school, and the purple-haired communist guidance counselor with body piercings uh, tells your 12-year-old, you know, you were, you, 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 yeah, you were born a boy, but you really want to be a girl. Yeah, yeah. And your parents don't understand that. They really don't love you. They don't appreciate you. Wouldn't you be much happier with children like yourself? And we, we, I can, you know, if you want to, we can, you can go to a, a home with children like yourself and you can stay up as late as you want to. You don't have to do your homework. You can watch whatever you want to. You can eat whatever you want to. Wouldn't you be much, much happier in a place like that? And if your kid says yes, your 12-year-old says yes to that, he or she may never come home again. It's that evil. And I'm not exaggerating in any way, shape, or form of what can happen under this bill. And they don't even have to tell you if the, uh, if the, the person in charge says doesn't think it's in the child's interest to uh, tell the parents where the kid is. You may never even know where your kid is. This bill passes and has gone through the assembly. It's gone through the state senate, um, or was it was modified a little bit, so it has to go back to the assembly before for final approval. If this passes, um, it's what it's what Senator Republican Senator Scott Wilk said about another bad bill, not as bad as this one. Um, if if your parent you have, if you're a parent with children, you should flee California. And I think that's no understatement. Now maybe you can homeschool and mitigate the risk. But uh, if you're sending your children to a, a government-run school under this bill, you every day you will never know whether your children are going to come home again. Well, parents who are aware are already taking their kids out of school. The waiting lists for private schools, even whether they're associated with a church or, or other entity, are a mile long. They cannot grow some of these uh, private schools fast enough to keep up with the demand. This has been a long time coming, what's happening with uh, our children, this is Mao Zedong, you know, this is how this is how communism is affected. You take the children from their parents and you put them under government control. These well centers, these well spaces are being, you know, put. It sounds like such a great thing when the school does it. We need to have, you know, a well space for the child. And the kids are sent to these well spaces if they even mention that they might have some confusion. Uh, and children are actually being in Orange County. We have a case in Orange County and with great Great evidence that's come forward of children being transitioned without their parents' knowledge or consent. They start calling them by the alternative pronoun, and then they are guided to keep it a secret from the parents. Not only are you not informing them, you are purposefully keeping this a secret from the parents. But these well spaces, these centers, when they were doing a lot of passing of the bonds, remember when they were passing all these school facility bond measures several years ago, part of what they were doing was they were, as they were uh, doing the architectural work was saying, we need places for the kids to hang out, places for the kids to be. So they were, they were already setting up these spaces, knowing full and well what they intended to do with them. One of the most encouraging things I've seen right now, Greg, and there are a couple of cases right here from Orange County, Again, Placentia Yorba Linda and uh, I think Huntington Beach High School where the kids, now these are slightly older kids, so they have a little bit better of a foundation. They are actually videotaping their teachers 
uh, and or videotaping what is taking place in the classes and making their parents aware, showing them or putting it on social media. And it's having great effect. What we it's wonderful to see this happening with our young people. Yes. <clears throat> and that's what, and, and that's kind of uh, what I would call the, uh, some shoots of hopes. Yes. Starting, um, um, from the earth and there, and there are, and there are others. Um, before AB 665, last chance to stop this would be to get the assembly to vote no on that. And we have to try. Uh, if you go to, realimpact.us. You can find who your state legislators are. You can even email them directly from that website. You can get their telephone numbers and, uh, call, call your, call your assembly member and let them know if enough, if even, even Democrats, if, if they're getting enough calls, they can be influenced. And whether, whether it's too late to stop this one, I don't know, but your alternative, if this passes, you have children is flee California. Or homeschool. So now once again, as we see on the show, the most important political office is that of the private citizen. And we certainly can't count on the Republican Party to, uh, protect us or, or, or defend us. Um, in our last couple of minutes, let's, let's talk about maybe things that what we as private citizens can do. And, uh, one of the, you know, calling your legislator, that's, that, that's, that's one thing. Um, we're, we're starting a program in our group, uh, called, we call it Take 10. And we're going to give, ask people to take responsibility for 10 Republican households near where you live. Your job is get to know them and come next year, make sure all 10 vote. So we're not going to take not, not take an entire precinct of hundreds of, of of households or even dozens or ten. And if, you can't, and if people aren't willing to do that, well, I'm not sure the the, the country is going to make it much beyond uh, on 250. Don't accept their lies. Uh, Alexander uh, Solzhenitsyn uh, said that a simple step of a courageous individual is not to take part in the lie. Don't accept that you can change your gender. Don't accept that the elections are honest and secure when they're not. Don't accept their climate change lies, which they use to uh, enrich themselves and suppress our freedom. So many other examples. Don't take part in the lie. Only You only say something if you agree that it is true. Now, you got about 45 seconds, and that's not enough time to really talk about how we protect the republic and our country. But any thoughts that you have, Deborah? Well, this is Independence Weekend, and this is a time where we need to really celebrate our freedom independence. We need to also, at this point, be willing to assert it. We need to recognize what freedom is. It is the power or right to act, speak, or think as one wants without hindrance or restraint. What you were talking about, refuse to comply with things that you know are wrong. Freedom is a natural, God-given right of man. God given even, even gives you the right uh, to choose him or not. We are blessed to live in a country that is one nation under God. Don't forget it. Absolutely. Thank you, Deborah, for being on the show and everything you're doing for the cause. Wish everybody a happy and safe 4th of July. And... Don't not just fun. Remember the reason for the holiday. 
And of course, tune in next week for another exciting edition of Unite, i.e. radio. That is the most important thing to do. AM 590, the answer. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.